Mike, you're so antsy. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is complicated. We're getting. Uh, I mean, it's not, but it's. I I I think I I made it complicated. I made our drink this evening drinks this evening very complicated. Oh, all four of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. We got a lot of drinking to do here. It's a bag a little bit. What? Relax. You're all like eating the mic. You're all I, like. I want to be. I want to be. No, you are a G and T aholic. Okay. All right. right. We're just gonna jump right in and do some taste. Well, let's um. Let's 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 talk about what we got here. All right. So we're doing another. Uh, we we did this before with some gins, mm-hmm. like probably a year or so ago or more. I have no concept of time. I we live. We are voices on the internet. Time is meaningless. Anyway, uh, as you know well, uh, Mr. Karasi knows well, and some listeners know well. Uh, I am a little bit of a, a gin snob, snob freak, fanatic, Aholic. freak, whatever. Yeah, aficionado. Uh, when I see an interesting gin, I like. I need to try that. I got. I got to get it. I got to try it. So we've got some gins that we haven't really tasted too much of. We've, I've had a little bit of this one. This is Gin Mare. Uh, this is one that we got from Toronto, distilled from olives, thyme, rosemary, and basil. I feel like this one should be easy to identify. I think so. I think so. Most of these should, I think. It's a Mediterranean gin. I know. Isn't that a cool yeah. thing? Yeah. It's... Oh, you know, you want to put time, the... rosemary, I'm drunk. You, you want to put that over a salad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Opa! <laughs> um, this is another one. Here, I'll let you read that one. So, uh, we've had this one. I obviously, I've had a bunch of this one. You can tell because it's uh, a lot lighter. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Cori Gin. It's a 100% grain neutral spirit, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that is any different than any other. It's a result of a bold combination of mainly rice based grain alcohol. Ah, so it's got some sake origins, kind yeah. of. Kind of, but it's made in Spain. What? <laughs> it's delicate a, notes yeah. of dragon fruit and kumquat, the most sexy named fruit ever. And I think, is it like ginseng or something, or ginger? Or both, I don't know. Juniper, aromatic selection of Japanese-inspired botanicals. Yeah. Uh, oh, ginger. Ginger plays a subtle lead, lead role. Okay, so there we go. But it's it's a Spanish gin, so uh, apparently the the Spanish, this particular Spanish distiller has been heavily influenced by Japanese flavor, stuff. stuff, botanicals. Only in Barcelona can you yes. get this Japanese gin. Uh, I think I got that in, I don't know where, somewhere on the East Coast. <laughs> um, this one is a super, super smooth one. We had that uh, last weekend with the, not not on the show, but uh, just as a drink, we had that with the uh, Bitter Lemon, um, which, is that Fever, Fever tree? tree? Fever Tree. Tonic, which is an amazing combination. And that is my, that's my favorite tonic. Uh, I mean, it's a flavor tonic, but I will just drink that straight. Right. And this gin is so clean and smooth. It really lets you get the, the full flavor of that, um, that bitter lemon in a good, good way. In a good way. It just makes it alcoholic without changing the flavor. And this guy, I'm excited about this. I just got this. I haven't tried it. We just opened it for the first time. Smike, which you've just handed me is Drum Shanbo Slow Distilled Gunpowder Irish Gin. Yes. It's from the curious mind of PJ Rigney. <laughs> How much more awesome can that be? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Here at the edge of a lake in a shed in a small <laughs> Irish town, the ordinary is made extraordinary. Within is the laboratory of Rigney, boundary pushing begetter of handmade spirits, who always wants to go Scottish. <laughs> oh, my voice. Oh, my uh, who slow distills gin with nature's finest oriental botanicals and gunpowder tea? I know. Uh, I I I couldn't resist that, I and mean, wow. you can see why. And it's uh, what is the word for this thing? The, the jackalope. Jackalope. Yeah. A, they got a picture of a jackalope. It's got a, a a jackalope mid gait, mid mid uh stride. Yeah, so not actual gunpowder, but it's gunpowder tea that they've used. In this it. is another one that is. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know anyone still used Oriental. Uh, yeah. This uses Oriental botanicals. Quote, Oriental. Quote, unquote, botanicals. No, it, I mean, it just says... I know, I know. That's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You're not just I am literally that. quoting what is written on this. <laughs> yes. Modern day gin. This is not like a 40-year-old gin that you just found that yeah. could be on PC because it wasn't PC back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this sounds very interesting. 
Hi, we are buddies in space. You are <laughs> an alcoholic. Maybe? I don't know. That's Michael Smith, and you are drunk from the smell in the room. Michael Karasi. Oh, M. Michael Karasi. All right. So what we've done is uh, we've had the the wonderful Erica help us out. We enlisted by, her aid. Yes, she is. She is. Um, Loaded each one of these four glasses with uh, one of these gins. We don't know which is which. Nope. And we we have drinking mustaches. Yes. That allow people to mark their drink at parties. And yes. they also make an excellent way of, dis- of distinguishing the drinks. And we have a key. So it's like a little plasticky, rubbery mustache that you put on the glass. And so in different. case there was any, dist- any confusion in the listening audience as to what that is. What else would a drinking mustache I don't be? know. With like something that sits on the lip <laughs> yeah, and it like makes you look like you're wearing a mustache when you're drinking? Oh my God. I need to go patent this. I'll be right back. Mike. Okay. It's, oh. it's patented. Oh, oh. Good I'm job. Flash. Good job. So we should, I, I wanted to put, like, write down our guesses. Yeah. Why don't we write them on the back of the key that's folded up so we can't see it? Okay. Are we going to, write? Oh, let's just, just, let's start drinking here. Um, so we <laughs> I have, like where your head's at. We have yellow mustache, black mustache. Should I get a picture of all these? Uh, sure. I don't know. With the mic in the middle. I'll, I'll do wide, I'll do wide angle. Taking a picture, a little, little picture taking music. I'm not going to use that picture. It's terrible. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the microphone is taking up far more room. All right, so we're going to drink, uh, just pick one each. And... Yeah. Salud. Salud. Oh, I like this. That's got a lot of flavor. So does this. Uh, I'm thinking this might be the Akori. Oh, man. This is this no, is really good. Wow, this is good. Yeah. My guess is uh, handlebar mustaches here is uh, Jim Marie. I'm thinking this is either the uh, the gunpowder. I think this is the gunpowder. Okay. I think this this kind of orange mustache is gunpowder. Wait, wait. Let's go. Let's trade off and then we're okay. around the orbit of the same drink of one another. We're, not, we're drinking all these, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That has a lot of flavor in a different way. What do you think? This is Jim Marie? Thinking? I think so. It's got I think a, little, like, a little bit of a basil. Of, I little, almost little, get olive yeah. there. Good. This has a lot of whatever flavor I don't like about gin. Really? I, I really like that one. It's got, I, I'm getting like some fruit uh, citrusy stuff in it. I dig it. Blah. <laughs> but you like this, the first yeah, one? Yeah, I like right? the first okay. one. Interesting. Whoa, this is different. I think this is the Fenimore. I think this is the straight, smooth straight gin. Straight, smooth gin? Yeah. What was the other one? The Akori. Whoa. That is... Maybe this is the olive. Maybe? I don't know. There is some kind of taste in that, and it's, like, really distinct. And I feel like that might be olive that I'm tasting. I'm with you on this. I think this is the Fenimore. It's a really interesting flavor. Um, I'm going with a Cory. I think, I think we're... All right, so I'm going uh, yellow. Let me make my guess here. Yellow, a Cory. Um, what do we think the orange one was? Gunpowder. Orange gunpowder. It's kind of scribbling. Um, what was the other Dapper, one? Dapper. Dapper is. Uh, and we think that's the Fenimore. Yeah. Yep. Which leaves. This, the whatever handlebars. Is the Jin Mare. Jin Mare. Okay. All right, Vanna. I'll let you do the honors here. Well, Smike, the yellow is. (laughs) We're wrong. I think we're wrong on everything. we're, We're wrong on all of these? How is this possible? All right, so the yellow, oh, no way. this one right here, is the Fenimore. So this is the super smooth one. Dude, I thought we got that one, though, right? Whatever that says, which is not Fenimore. Akori. 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 All right. Huh. The Akori is the handlebar. 
This we thought a... that was the Jin Mare. Yeah. Like, are you just sipping these? As I'm yeah. Uh, the Fenimore is the yellow. We already said that. So that makes the Dapper, the one that I liked, is the gunpowder. We had this we, one as being Fenimore. Right? No, we had this one as being Fenimore. I told you, we got them all wrong. All incorrect. That's the gunpowder. So what's the orange one? So the one that I don't like is the Jin Mari. That's that? This one? Yep. So you can have that. All right. I'll take this here gunpowder. Mm-hmm. To go along with our Billy Bob Thornton sling blade discussion earlier. Oh, yeah, it's the I really like this one. Yeah, I'll take this. Okay, which one are you taking there? I'll take these two. <laughs> Alright, so let me... Alright. So this one is Jin Mare. Putting these up. Alright. Gunpowder. A Cory. Is this one a Cory? Yes. Le Fenimore. Uh, right, this is super complicated here. Yeah, I don't know why we this. <laughs> I need I need visual uh, information, uh, which nobody who's listening can can appreciate right Not now. Not only that, but you can't even see half of them because the giant. Yeah, I can like, see what's in front of me. <laughs> All right. As long as you can so see you on your ride home, that's really what matters. So these are interesting. They're each very distinct. Very distinct. Yeah. I have to begrudgingly admit that you have made me appreciate the vast variety of flavors that Jin is able to attain. Huh. I'm surprised that one's a Jin Mari. Well, I, I really like the Jin Mari. The Fenimore is the most surprising. It's got way more flavors than I thought it would. Yeah. I guess they, I guess it just gets overwhelmed by the yellow tree. or the I guess. Tree. Huh. Yeah. So, so there I we go. won at Amazon today. You won? I, okay, so this is, this is Prime. We're recording on Prime Day. So Prime Day started five hours and 49 minutes ago, which I'm very well aware of <laughs> because I won Amazon. So did you hear what happened today? No. Well, no. But I mean, I I went to get on. I mean, I assume you're you talking just, about this because uh, I tried to do some some shopping, but it, like the, the website is just screwed. Uh, yes, it is utterly and completely screwed. And it went so. Is this something that somebody's intentionally doing, or are they just like completely unprepared for the traffic? I think that they were un- surprisingly because Amazon normally is better about this. I think that they were unprepared for the traffic. And certainly by the time this podcast airs, we'll know for sure. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if, if somebody was trying to um, to attack their servers. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't resist the thought of being like, "Well, Trump is talking to Putin today," so <laughs> that was the big news. Um, but yeah, so, so the, the way you right now, here, here's a tip for anybody who's going back in time. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find something on Amazon, you need to Google it <laughs> and then follow that Google link to whatever's on to, to, to the actual Amazon page. I was able to buy something just now, so but I already had it in my uh, in my cart. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, they had uh, Tinker Toys was a really good sale today, so I just bought some for I, I know how you've been wanting Tinker Toys. So I have been wanting for, for my son. <laughs> I, I almost almost got that real samurai sword, but it sold out. Do you get regular Tinker Toys or you get the giant ones? No, I didn't get the giant ones. I got the... You, see, you sound disappointed. Did you want to get the giant Well, ones? I'm still mad at you for introducing like the most dangerous, dilapidated toy ever <laughs> that I now want my kid to have because I want to play with it, which is like human-sized Tinker Toys that exploded when you touched them, <laughs> spreading like probably... like Feature, B- not a bug. <laughs> BPC or whatever filled fucking... BPA-filled shards of plastic all over the place. And it's still around. I think I still get stabbed every once in a while. I'm exaggerating slightly. Um, okay, so at so I did a, a great deal of work today at the office, and I said, I'm going to take a couple minutes at 3 p.m. at the beginning of Prime Day, you know, because it starts 3 p.m. Eastern here, and I'm going to purchase, uh, so, so I'm going to go and buy some stuff. Simon is so freakishly fast at growing now that he has outgrown his child, Carsey, his, his Carsey. Okay. Which is a feat. Because, like... Is this one of those that's supposed to, like, need, as as your kid gets older, you can modify... It's you can take parts of it out? Or no, add this, no, 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 we no, didn't. We weren't that forward-thinking. Okay. We were always reactionary. Because Simon grows so fast, like, <laughs> you know you know how we're pretty good about, like, planning ahead with stuff with him, and, like, we're going to get yeah. his Christmas presents now, but we, we've always been on the defense with his car seats, because he grows so fast. And, and like, uh, it's still just, good, it's still just, good. Just to... Um, 
back you up here. Not really exaggerating. He is extremely tall for his age. The last time we took him to the doctor, he was in the 98th percentile. <laughs> like, we regularly get stopped, especially Erica, and, and people are like, why isn't your son at school? And she's like, because he's four. <laughs> Not even close to five. He's, he turns four and a half next week. Uh, anyway, so we have needed now to move up to the booster seat because he has just reached the shoulder height where he's not supposed to be using his car seat anymore. And he, you know, be more comfortable in the booster seat. So I said to Erica, hey, I know we need these. Let's wait. We picked out the one we wanted or the ones. Let's wait until Prime Day. And then sure enough, 3 p.m. rolls around. I look it up and bang, it is one of the things that's actually on Prime Day sale. So we each bought it. So I text Erica immediately. And I'm like, hey, baby, you know, buy this one. It's, you know, the one we want is on sale. Mm -hmm. So this is like 3.03 p.m. Mm -hmm. Is it already starting to to tick up? I'm noticing a little odd, uh, some odd behavior, but I got the purchase in. So 3.04 p.m., I I then say, oh, there's Tinker Toys on sale. I like to get those for Simon. Let me use my points. Oh, that's weird. My points aren't working. Wait. And then Amazon just fucking crashes. (laughs) So 3.05 p.m., five minutes after Prime Day started, Amazon just fucking went down. But I won the shit out of Amazon today. Because not only did I correctly call waiting on a purchase for Prime Day, but we actually made it within the first five minutes, saved a nice bit of money, and got the thing we needed and, like, nothing more. Well, nice job. Thank you. I'm oh. proud. It's rare. It's rare to do that. So, uh, no no terrible feeling, no no, no bad feelings for, for supporting the evil Amazon empire at this point. I've, I'm very open about the fact that Amazon owns me. <laughs> Amazon wants Mike. They won <laughs> Mike's money. I don't use their bullshit Alexa nonsense. Google Google gets all my data. Amazon gets all my money. <laughs> you know I have the metal Amazon card, right? The metal like Yeah, you know like the black Amex? Okay. Yeah, I have I have that, the Amazon version. I didn't know that that was exclusive. Like I kept saying that because Erica didn't get one, and I'm like, oh I'm sure you're getting theirs in the mail. She's like, I don't think I'm getting one. I think you got it because you spend so much money on Amazon. <laughs> And I'm like, Wait, no. is, it, is it actually metal? Yeah. I tried cutting the old one because the number got stolen. It was really difficult to cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it on me. I'll show you later. Yeah, it's uh, you've seen the Black Amex, right? Um, it's like a tiny, thin slab of metal. It's, it's that. I guess I have not seen this. Oh, well. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry you've never held a $30 million credit limit uh, credit no, card. I've I held, I've held many other people's. <laughs> it's very weird knowing you're holding $30 million in your hand. It's a very <laughs> weird feeling. Also, that it can stop. If I were to put somebody in thirty million dollars worth of debt, <laughs> there's no way you could ring that much out up at a restaurant. All right, so we're getting into our dinner. This sakori has like a really weird aftertaste. It's not, it's not as sweet as any of the others. It's got, I don't, I guess all the uh, the botanicals, the Japanese botanicals, the Japanese botanicals. Yes, from Spain. From Spain. Are doing some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, you got the weird funky, but you're Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with this. And I'm like, you know, fucking Bruce Springsteen. You've got the, the Irish and the English. <laughs> I'm Bruce Springsteen over Wait, here. Wait, is Fenimore English or is that actually another Irish? Fenim- well, James Fenimore Cooper wrote the Leatherstocking Tales, mm-hmm. you know, Last Mohicans and whatnot. So he was American, but he was probably British. So what is this? Where, 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 where is the Fenimore from? It'll say it on the bottle. It should be local. It should be from, like, it's Cooperstown, yeah. Oh, okay. If you know anything about James Fenimore Cooper, you know that Cooperstown was James Fenimore Cooper's town. I I have learned something today. Yeah. Wow, it's very it's, script-like and it's handwritten. It's and a history lesson built right in. Right? <laughs> I forgot how the Last of the Mohicans theme goes, otherwise I'd start humming it. Erica would know. She has the soundtrack on her iPod. Oh. So we're in the car sometimes, and... Something like this really swelling epic music will like start playing. And I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> I feel like I need to be running through the woods pursued by scalpers. So that was my day, winning at Amazon. What was your day like? Uh, it, it was, no, there's nothing interesting about my day. Huh? I went to work. I did work stuff. I, I tried to do some Amazon in between working bits. and Didn't get in there right at 3 o'clock? Yeah, Didn't no, get there at the ground floor? Did not. Did not really happen. Did you, how many dogs did you scroll through? Be oh honest. my gosh, so many dogs! What is it? What? <laughs> so when you when you get to an error page on Amazon, it displays somebody's dog with like the, the name dog, of the dog. The dogs of Amazon. Yeah, it's a thing that I guess it's been like that for years. I had no idea. Nah, I didn't know either. But yeah, you just keep on the phone. Especially, it's easy because you just power tap, and you just <laughs> fucking scroll. You get the dog twice before it moves on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but it's a mess. Um, do we talk about uh, the the amusement park already? Seabreeze? Yeah. Do we do we do we mention that? We didn't talk about my trip to Bermuda. I don't know if we talked about Seabreeze. I scarred my child. You did. Yeah, I blame Erica. That I put that on Erica. So you missed you missed the first trip to to Seabreeze last year because I was were, in fucking you, Australia. Yeah, Australia. Like not like oh I was in fucking Australia. <laughs> I was in fucking Australia for my job. They sent me with one day's notice. Uh, so I was kind of bummed missing my son's first trip to the amusement park. Which ironically, my son's first trip to the amusement park was sponsored by my current employer. A year later, mm-hmm. which is just weird to me. Mm. Uh, yeah, so went to Seabreeze. Uh, it was cold and rainy, so the park was fairly it empty. It was. Um, it was not pleasant at all. <laughs> not water park weather, that's for shit sure, so we did not do that. Yeah, um, that was this month, right? It was in July or was it the end of June? Uh, anyway, it was middle of summer and it was freaking cold and it was, rainy. It was late June, it was late June. Yes, so, it was yeah, miserable. Less than ideal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but Erica was like, oh, Simon's old enough for the bobsleds. And I'm like, oh, sure. Well, okay. I'm sure this is a thing that I don't know about. So I'll take him on it. <laughs> and we're in a very long line. He's being super now, good. No, I got to tell you, we were walking along. You know, Simon, this is the second time in, at the theme, at the amusement park mm-hmm. in Seabreeze. Mm-hmm. So he went on like a couple of rides he'd been on before. Right. Um, was super unimpressed. Yeah. Was not feeling it. Uh, he even looked at some other rides. Some kitty rides, and that you know, not not to. I'm not trying to make fun of your son. Yeah, why? I, I make fun of him. <laughs> but like, there's one where the uh, the the kid can sit. Can that like? Hey, it's an airplane thing. Where yeah, the and they can make the airplane go up and down. The airplane go up and down. I wanted to ride that. And he, yeah, I know. And he's like, nope, nope, no, don't like it. Goes up too high. Not a fan. Not feeling this. We're gonna nix this, daddy. Yeah. Um, but it's not like a fast ride by any stretch of the imagination. No. Nope. There was like zero centripetal force on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he, a couple of the other ones, he's like, no, I'm not. This is a little too much. I'm just <laughs> looking at him. And then you were like, let's go on this roller coaster. <laughs> and, and and my wife, Melinda, and I are like, oh, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> This isn't going to end. I'm telling you, I'm putting part of the blame on Erica because she's like, oh, Simon, you would like this ride. I'm I'm just like, okay, apparently he's, this is a ride for him. And I I'm, think he was, he was some, he took a little bit of the courage from the fact that you, you were going to go with him. Right. That was our, that was yeah. our take on this. I was, I was there going to be with him. He, maybe that was the appeal to the ride at all. Yeah. Which of course, as a, as a four-year-old, he's not thinking, oh, the reason an adult can go on this ride with me <laughs> is because this is not a children's ride. So it's 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 a roller coaster. It's not like a crazy. It's it's like the mid level roller coaster. It's not a kiddie roller coaster. It's not. No, no, it's not. It's 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 the mid level. It's a mid level wooden roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Which means it's very jerky. Yes, because as we all know, very metal metal and roller coaster is and... not jerky. Wooden roller coaster is extremely jerky. And I think that's what he disliked the most. Mm. And I tried to wrap my arm like around him and his shoulders and brace him. But there was no fighting that much, like just <laughs> jarring force. So yeah, he was very. And we got the before and after pictures. Yeah, that I put on Facebook, kind of as my mea culpa. <laughs> it's like before, ah, after. <laughs> yes, there okay. there was definitely there was crying involved, uh, much unhappiness. I don't think he went on any other rides after that. No, and then he barely went on any rides when we went back to Seabreeze with our rain check tickets. Like, oh, you did. You did yep. go back. Yep. Yeah, we did the well. We did the water park, but he didn't want to do the water slides at all. Yeah, like that the was, tiny that happened last time. Oh, really? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. He was very uncomfortable with uh, the the water slides. I would know. I was in fucking Australia. I know. <laughs> I think you like the wave pool, though. We spent most of our time in the wave pool. Okay, well, well, cool. And he likes the wave pool more when the waves are not going. <laughs> so he just wants a wading pool. He wants yes. He wants, he wants a very a... gradual yeah. wading pool. That's exactly <laughs> what he wants. We finally got him. He's just, he's got my, like, over-caution. I was a fairly cautious child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's definitely got that. So the most we could get him to do with the waves, because he got splashed in the face a few times. I even bought him goggles before we went. I'm like, okay, we're, I know that you're, you get bothered by water in your eyes, so we're going to be prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the most I could get him to do was sit at the fucking very outer edge of the, the wave pool when the waves are actually going and just sit there. And, like, let them lap at our legs. That was <laughs> the most I could get him to do. Well, there you go. It sounded like he, he at least enjoyed that. Mm. 
You had a great time, but I'm gonna you know, do a sip of this damn gunpowder. Have, have some gunpowder. Do you want, you want any more of these? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ruin. Really interesting. I'll ruin my uh, my flavors here. Sure. Actually, the the gin the gin Marie or gin mare or gin mare. It's good. Yeah, that gunpowder is is very smooth. Very I like smooth. that. I like that. Very very smooth. Uh, not gunpowdery at all. Nope. <laughs> so I went to Bermuda not that long ago. You did. I did. I, I'm I'm emphasizing it. You did. I, I did. You did. I, I did. All right. Yeah. Maybe you should talk about. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my mother-in-law randomly was like, "Oh, I should take uh, the, all the my kids and their significant others and children to Bermuda or to somewhere with a beach." And we all kind of went back and forth. And I'm still a little California shy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, don't really want to go back to California yet. Uh, and we'd all been there. None of us really wanted to go because California. So we we landed on Bermuda. It was somewhere without Zika, which is surprisingly hard to find, <laughs> unfortunately. Although they're starting to beat Zika now in some areas. Really? Yeah. So like one of the islands or Florida somewhere just is no longer. Is there Zika. still no like vaccination for it? Or? I don't think so. Wow. I think you got to just fucking wipe out that strain of carrying mosquito. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Bermuda. So Bermuda's very. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, what? So you're throwing that you're avoiding that because. You are uh, working. You you are. We're doing all that hard very, work. Very very close to, to having a kid. To getting that second kid queued up in, in the pipeline. <laughs> they're in they're in the Amazon cart right now, but because of the Amazon <laughs> website problems, it's hard to actually make the purchase. You just keep in the picture of a dog. That's it. <laughs> right. I just get and it's damn like God. I don't want a picture of a dog. I want a baby. Children are not dogs. <laughs> Why does no one understand this? I have to, they seem pretty similar to us. Yeah, you you would say that. <laughs> Uh, so we packed up all eight of us and one of the coolest things about the trip was actually where we stayed so i was looking at the math i'm like I, you know my mother-in-law is paying for this we don't want her to spend a, a fortune which is difficult in bermuda if we all stayed in a hotel we need a whole bunch of rooms it would cost you know it would be astronomical mm -hmm. nothing in bermuda is cheap there is no way to really save a particularly good amount of money mm -hmm. but we did look on airbnb and we found this uh this really beautiful seeming um, guest house. Yes. And I say guest house. <laughs> I mean palatial mansion. Yes. The guest house on a, of somebody's mansion. As right. Somebody, an actual mansion. <laughs> Which was, well, no, it was actually, it was his own mansion, really. And then it was attached to another mansion. No, it was... It was like a baby mansion. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a, it was a junior. It was a mansion junior. <laughs> Mansionette. <laughs> <laughs> to the, to the McMansion it was attached to. <laughs> um, so houses in Bermuda are insanely expensive. They are made entirely of concrete. Okay. Because they have to withstand hurricane force winds. Ah. And not only that, but they need limestone roofs. And they have the process to char and burn and turn limestone into paint, which they then coat the limestone roofs with. Because... So limestone-based paint. Okay. Yes. And be, is because why? Because uh, water is... They, they have a very hard time having enough water there. So they're dependent on the rainwater. Oh. And limestone is a natural, natural purifier. filter, yeah. So they have all the roofs are set up in such a way that they channel water into pipes that lead to cisterns. That's neat. And it's pre, like, somewhat filtered, right, just the act of raining and hitting the roof and then going down. Mm -hmm. So um, so we found this place, and it didn't actually have enough bedrooms, but we emailed email lady. I'm like, hey, you know, we, we were a large group. So her first question was like, what are you, what are you doing here with this large group? <laughs> And I'm like, okay, that's fair. I'm like, it's my, my mother-in-law, my wife, my four-year-old son, our brother. And she's like, oh, okay. But what are they, what are they like looking for that's when they the party, ask that? party, you know, oh, a bunch of college kids, okay. trash in their place. It's a really nice place. I wouldn't want that either. <laughs> so it was a fair question. But she actually like unlocked an extra bedroom they had because mansions. Um, so we, you know, we get there and this, she didn't really advertise this, but this is on a two and a half acres, which I can't imagine how many millions of dollars that costs in Bermuda because land is so precious. <laughs> uh, so it's this massive house with this massive four-story guest house. And it's like a, a, just a, a cultivated English garden of two, that takes up two and a half acres. Mm -hmm. And it was just fucking gorgeous. And we just wandered around and there were ruins and there were statues and there was an old, um, it's like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a, 
Fountain? No, there were fountains, but it, you went down these steps into where they used to char the limestone. There was actually one of those. Oh, a kiln? Yeah, kiln. Thank you. That was the word. They had an actual, li- like an ancient limestone kiln, ancient, like 100, 150 years old. You could like <laughs> stand in it and look up through the smokestack and see, you know, like where the, it was, it was really freaking cool. So we're looking around like, how is this not three times as expensive? Never mind. We're, we're good with it. So I just like walked around taking video everywhere. Um, but yeah, we did some cool stuff. We did a under underground lake, the crystal caves. So above you had a bunch of salt crystals. So like dirty, dirty white crystal <laughs> hanging down. Okay. And this beautifully pristine, clear underground lake. And it's like 20 feet deep. And they said if you threw a quarter in and shone a light down, you could see it perfectly. Like it's, there's huh. nothing in the water because it's underground. You're like, I want to throw a quarter in Oh, you're so bad. Well, they pointed down. They're like, yeah, there's a ton of iPhones. What? They let people dive within reason. And they said the divers just pick stuff up for us. So they get all this crap out of the water for us. But yeah, you could like dive. And I was looking like you could go under the rocks. And this was before the the soccer team. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, forget about it. I wouldn't have gone down there. (laughs) That had happened then. Um People just drop iPhones in that? That's... Not not on purpose. So you're walking around taking pictures. And there's all these stalactites hanging down. And it's really easy to not see what you're doing. And then because you're not supposed to touch them, they get really long. You just turn and then they like hit one and it flies out of your hand. <laughs> so I could definitely see how that would happen. They should just have like divers go along with the tours. So somebody drops them back. I'm not, I got it. I got it. I'll be right back. Is it IP67? <laughs> okay. I think we might be okay. You might be able to salvage it. <laughs> Pay me a lot and I'll dive right in. <laughs> What's it worth to you? <laughs> Daddy's got to make a living. Uh, we did that. We did some snorkeling. Mm-hmm. I saw a uh, green eel. Okay. It was cool. I guess they're very... Like moray eel? Or is it yeah, actual... moray. Okay. Uh, moray eel. Moray eel. It was green. Uh, they're like jellyfish. kind of aggressive, right? They'll like they'll, uh, they'll bite you. Well, well, I know that they. Yeah, I think they will. I know that they're bite. They're not poisonous, but they carry a lot of they bacteria. Have teeth. And... They have teeth and bacteria, <laughs> and like those two things combined are really bad. Yeah, one or the other is bad enough. Uh, so we kind of kept our distance, but there were a bunch of jellyfish, and we had to be careful. There was a man of war warning. Oh yeah. Or there's the the possibility of man of war, which is a lot scarier. But we were in like a like it was a, it was a it was called Snorkel Beach. It was like, I think it was somewhat of a man-made beach that had been made for tourists to snorkel in. So I don't really know if we were in that much danger, you know. No, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I, I went snorkeling and I, I always had trouble like with the, this is when I was a kid. I haven't done it in decades. <laughs> but when I when I went snorkeling, it was, I, I could never get the hang of using the, the tube to breathe yes. through. You have to accept, or I have to accept because of my beard, that I'm <laughs> always going to have water. In the mask. <laughs> because you can't get a perfect seal with yeah. beard. There's just no way. So once you get used to kind of dr- breathing water a little bit, <laughs> like water vapor, to the point where it's uncomfortable but not a bit the abyss. <laughs> you know the famous scene in the abyss where he like, has to breathe water? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not th- quite that bad, although it always feels like it for the first like five minutes. But once you get used to that, and you have to be very controlled with your breathing too, because oxygen access is you know restricted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is something you can get used to. Erica takes to it like a fucking fish. Like mm-hmm. she was super pregnant in, in uh, the Bahamas when we went on a cruise years ago with Simon, pregnant with Simon, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I, I could. I, this is I'm the happiest I've ever been." <laughs> and I'm like, "No more. I can't breathe with this mask." Um, so we did snorkeling. We walked around the old, the original. Th- so. Bermuda's weird because it didn't have any indigenous population. It was discovered by a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. So these dudes shipwrecked and they're like, oh, well, we're British, so we'll just claim the island. <laughs> and then they built a bunch of naval bases and then uh, and then they still feels very British. <laughs> okay. It's not anymore, but it still feels like it. Um, but yeah, the naval bases are around and uh, it, it was very cool. And we got you some gifts. Yes. And we drank a lot of booze. That's where I discovered Aperol. <laughs> because you can't like take your booze with you at this from this Airbnb. Wait, isn't that an Italian? Yeah, some, okay. someone had bought. So there's a whole bar. It was like four, five or six bottles of liquor there, because you just leave it. So you can't <laughs> you can't fly home with a half open bottle. So uh, so there was like a mostly full bottle of Aperol. I just started drinking it with some seltzer, and I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> I came home and bought a bottle here. And yeah, Simon had a great time. We did some really cool beach. Uh, 
Discovery, there's coves everywhere. A lot of spider crabs jumping hither thither. <laughs> I guess crabs and spiders are related. Are, are you talking about like big ones or? I just crabs. How big were they? Uh, oh, well, there were some good sized crabs hiding from us, but there were some spider crabs that were smaller than my fist. Okay. What were the, these? were just like land things that were like in trees or what, no. were, what were they doing? Crabs? No. No, the spider crab. Okay. You're talking about spider crabs. They are a type of crab that moves around like a spider. Okay, like but jumps. it is an actual crab. It's a crab, yeah. Okay. So we are in this. We Not fly. some terrifying hybrid made by some you know crazed Bermudan scientist. I, I mean, I don't think so, but it did <laughs> jump on my face, and I've had this hole in my chest for weeks now, but I don't think it's related. You should get that looked at. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, Simon and I found this this cove. There's so many coves. That you can just kind of find your own private beach. So we found this hidden, like, circular cove, and we just... Uh, it was right next to a giant beach, and no one was in there. So we were just building sandcastles, and I keep looking around, there's just spider crabs jumping everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not gonna... Like, the dad <laughs> That sounds cool, but terrifying wants at to the scream, same time. Yeah. But I'm like, I basically stared past Simon, past his back, at the, the closest rock wall, and didn't see movement in his immediate vicinity. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we'll, we'll just go with this, but... <laughs> So they, I, I assume they're not like jumping at people, actually. No, they were pretty freaked out when we got close to them. So okay. they were jumping away. But uh, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> poisonous in Bermuda, and they're really strict about bringing stuff in. Okay. For that reason, so not nothing indigenous except like some birds. Uh, nothing poisonous. Uh, very very expensive. <laughs> like I think we paid fourteen dollars for a small bunch of grapes because they oh, there's like wow. no food growing there. It's all brought in. So the food's really good. Because it's like, but everything's fresh. imported. It's all imported. so. Wait, they can't. They can't. They can't grow anything there. It's kind of like every square inch of the island is populated. Okay. Because it's such a desirable tropical paradise, I would never want to live there. So I've got this patch of land, and I could put a farm there oh, and make a little bit of money, or I could put a resort there and make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Okay. That that's yep. that's pretty easy calculus. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, like the average house is a million dollars, partly. Because of the cost, just of the concrete. Just to get all the materials yeah, delivered. Yeah, there, and then actually poured correctly. And then also just because it's Bermuda. <laughs> so, uh, it was interesting. The locals were so nice. Like, just, you would have been so uncomfortable. <laughs> what? Because everyone talks to you. Strangers constantly come up oh, and talk gee, to you. no. I told you you would have been comfortable. I wasn't being mean. The strangers just come up and talk? No. So so they are wholly dependent Can I, on... I need like a red dot to put on my, my shirt so that people <laughs> don't do that. You, you know? just need to put your one of your pull your hats way down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're wholly dependent on tourism. Like, mm-hmm. That is how they make their living. So like culturally, they are encouraged to be extremely friendly. Okay. So it is just in their culture slash their... It's like survival to be friendly. So and we took buses everywhere because large groups. The they taxis, evolved. They've evolved into the super friendly Islander. Uh, uh, we were taking a lot of buses because it was a large group. Taxi we would have had to take two taxis everywhere. It would have cost a fortune. So uh, the buses were pretty affordable. Pretty, you know, we figured them out pretty quick. Erica was really good about that. Um, and so every time we we're on the bus, someone would strike up a conversation with us. And it was really jarring at first. But by the end, I'm like, all right, yeah, we'll Talk to whoever. It's it's cool. Like no one's trying. No one's asking us for money or anything. It's mm-hmm. just genuinely making conversation. So we were on our way to the Snorkel Beach. This is our last day, and we knew that Gla- this place called Glass Beach was somewhere close by, but we just we didn't have enough time. We had done so much. Eric and I are very adventurous with our, with our trips, mm-hmm. and like her brothers and their significant others just wanted to chill. And we're like, no, we got to do this, 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 and this. So we kind of pushed everyone to their limits. So we were talking to this woman who, you know, lived close by and she's like, oh, did you go to Glass Beach? It's my favorite place you know, on the island. And I'm like, no, no, we're going to, you know, the, the uh, snor- Snorkel Beach and we're just going to, you know, go home after that. And she's like, what? You have to, no, get out of the bus, get off the bus the next stop, <laughs> go to Glass Beach. I will go get my car and I will drive you guys to Snorkel Beach. And we're like, but there's eight of us. And she goes, I'll make a couple of trips. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and we're like, really? So she convinced us. And so we got out and Glass Beach was, was cool. It was actually cool. Mm-hmm. I guess it's best when you get it the sun shining on all the glass, which we didn't do, but... Okay, so there's actual glass in Glass Beach. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. So the story is that sailors for hundreds of years were sailing around the island, and they would all toss their bottles over just to, you know, get rid of weight or whatever, because mm-hmm. they didn't care about glass. And the currents around it would wash the glass, so it wasn't sharp, and the currents carried it all to this one beach. 
So it's just tons okay. and tons and tons of glass. That's all. Is it just broken or is it? Yeah, all it's just, just tiny shards. Glass it's just bits. Like glass bits. So you would not really want to walk along. Oh, we did. No, we did. But <laughs> it's ra- it's sea it's sea washed, so it's rounded and soft. Okay. Uh, not soft, but uh, not it's not jagged edges. It's this is really old glass. Some of it's hundreds huh. of years old. Um, so we got to see that, and then she showed up and gave us a couple of rides out to where we were going. I threw her some money just to thank her. And, yeah. But it's all because we actually had a conversation with someone who's being friendly, and then we ended up seeing something when we got to see. Well, that's neat. Yeah. I... Huh. <laughs> no, I would just be, like, a, like terrified to, to, to walk along. Oh, oh yeah. The gla- <laughs> it's, no, it's just, it's glass. Just go walk on it. No, really, it's, it's just glass. It's just glass. Well, the problem glass is that... shards, you know. It's... You know, millions of them. <laughs> just all over the ground. They're and... so soft. They're so, so soft. Do you know that I have a fear of broken glass? Did I ever tell you that? No. Well, this must have been terrifying for you. Then. It wasn't. It's it's <laughs> the... It's it's when I know it's sharp and or when I can hear it, like, jingling and jangling. Mm. So, I've had this since college. Is the first so, like if, you, if you drop a glass and it breaks, you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> No, I don't understand where the delineating factor is. So, but my, if you, so if you're like sweeping up a broken glass, it's fine. Really? Yeah, I don't. I I do not understand where the delineation is. But we had a crash box in college. Yeah, and I was this trying, is a theatrical thing. It's a theatrical so thing. Somebody, so it's, it's a box filled with glass is, yeah. that just makes a really good breaking glass sound. Yes, and you could just drop it off stage yeah. and. Um, we just found it one day in a parking lot and we we're like, oh yeah, we want that. Cause we just took whatever we wanted in college. Cause we were mm-hmm. terrible people. Uh, but I was terrified. Of it. <laughs> I was fucking terrified. I knew it was filled with jagged, tiny bits of glass and I would not touch it. Like I locked it in a closet and would not look at it. Wow. Yeah. But if I break a glass, I'll pick up pieces. Like it's nothing. But then I'm at my father-in-law's so if you mill. you see them, it helps? I don't know. Cause I, I was at my father-in-law's mill and it's okay. an old mill. He's been reconditioning, but he has one broken window. So it has a large chunk of glass missing. So it's got that, you know, like guillotine-like edge. Uh-huh. That large glasses. And you're like, window. where's that broken piece? No, I just stare at that and my mind starts coming up with insane ways I would end up with my head <laughs> getting in there and sliced off. <laughs> Obviously, wow. I've got some, some fucked up baggage here. Maybe I watched too many 80s like action movies when I was too young. But uh, yeah. I don't know. So this I have is... a selective fear of broken glass, I've, I've discovered. <laughs> but I don't understand it. I know, I know there's a fear of broken glass. I know it's a thing, but mine's like very selective. Huh. So the beach did not scare you at all? Not at all. And it's illegal to take the glass now. Oh. Because so many people would take a ton of it to make jewelry. So it was a way of making money. So And then tourists would come and it would be their memento. And so I guess recently they found a woman who had an entire suitcase filled with glass. And, and they, they took it from her. It's like, absolutely not. <laughs> you may not have this is part of our island like literally part of our did island did they go and like throw it back into the, on the I beach ho- I hope so yeah <laughs> I don't know but yeah we happened to be there when other tourists were there and the woman like took a piece of glass and the taxi driver was like excuse me put that back but very politely I'm sure uh, he was no nah, it was a touch of national pride there I think no, okay. I mean there was also a giant sign right next to him that said do not take the glass <laughs> And these, the, I spoke I, I, I talked to them they clearly like spoke English so well okay yeah <laughs> Uh, so that was Bermuda. So I highly recommend it. I recommend an Airbnb. Uh, if you have a large group, contact me. I will give you the Airbnb we stayed at. Highly recommended. It's like a, a hidden kind of... It is... A little bit off the map. A little off the map, but it's got a bus stop right in front of it. You know, once you figure it out, or you can just taxi it everywhere if you're rich. If that's good for you. Um, or, you know, you, so you can't rent cars in Bermuda. Hmm? it's too dangerous. So it's the Brit- it's the British side of the road, for one thing. Oh, okay. And uh, it's, it's just not a lot of space. So you can rent mopeds, which apparently are very dangerous, and they never tell people how dangerous they are. <laughs> or you can rent... Wait, so did you rent a moped? Fuck no. Oh, okay. I'm a four-year-old with us. What are you, nuts? Well, I don't know. You took him on a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> very similar. Yes, in my mind it is. They're exactly the same thing. You have a very narrow view of <laughs> danger, my friend. I knew that about you. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, what you can rent, though, are these one-seat front, one-seat back, like, micro-car things. Okay. Yeah, they have four wheels. They're, like, narrower than smart cars. Mm, I, all right. That's that's tiny. Yeah, they're pretty scary. Did you drive one? No. <sighs> Too intimidated. Wrong side of the road, way too little, like, side cushioning. 
for my liking. And people drive like insanely there. Like it's it's genuinely scary. The bus like almost got into a bunch of accidents while we were on it. <laughs> the roads were not built. I mean, these are roads that you can't widen, right? And so cars have gotten bigger. The roads haven't. And it's very crowded there. So when the bus has to like pass maybe another bus, there's like a, ooh, okay. Oh, forget about it. Here. In the wrong spot, it couldn't happen. You'd have to stop traffic and everyone would have to back up for a mile in order to get them by. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bananas. Uh, highly recommended. You can't do it cheap. Mm-hmm. We cooked a lot of meals. We still spent a lot of money. No because even the ingredients for whatever you're cooking is probably... So expensive. Uh, Worth it because it was still far cheaper to feed eight people that way. <laughs> but yeah, so expensive. Um, but it was great. It was a it was a real va- family vacation, which I hadn't taken in a very long time. So, well, good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm drunk. Sorry. Yeah, this is more gin than I was. Uh, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I get, I gonna need to wait a little bit before I uh, before I take off tonight. That's that's fine. We are we're careful. We've had we've had a lot of gin. You haven't even okay. That was water. <laughs> I thought that was one of your gins. Oh, I just poured myself a glass of vodka too. <laughs> you don't what? You don't have a glass of vodka over there. All right. Um, spoiler free discussion, and because I know you haven't seen it, a lot of people haven't seen it. Um, saw the new Incredibles. Oh, Melinda, Melinda and I. Hmm. Uh, very much recommend it. If you enjoy the first one, you will. Almost certainly enjoy this one. Okay. It's not... Um, it's a kind of a similar story, but kind of a different take at the same time. Doesn't it pick right up? Too? It does. It takes place immediately where With the... Underminer? The, yeah, the Underminer pops up at mm-hmm. the end of the first movie. Which they are... It's an homage to? You know what that's an homage to? No. Maybe. The end of Fantastic Forest you want? Oh. Yep. Really? Fantastic Four. Yeah, okay. A lot, lot of parallels. Alright. Yeah, that's the end of the first issue. Okay. Well, there you cool. go. I'm spoiling a movie that came out like 13 years ago. <laughs> Spoilers! My bad. And that was one of the things I like, at the beginning of the movie, they have all the, 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 the voice acting cast mm. talking about, yeah, it's been, what, 14 or however many years, and yeah, we finally got it made, so... Um, Before Craig T. Nelson dies. Aww. <laughs> didn't didn't you say he looked really old? He does look really <laughs> old. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Sam Jackson looks younger than him. That's. I wonder if he is. Probably. You know? Did you hear they're gonna digitally de-age Samuel L. Jackson by twenty five years for the Captain Marvel movie? Really? And Coulson too. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be fun. So I was doing the math. I'm like, so he will look like Samuel L. Jackson around the time of Pulp Fiction (laughs) in this movie, which is kind of fun, like Alpha Omega. That's funny. Yeah. God. Um, (laughs) And there's a, they're doing a sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Which is technically the third movie in this whatever messed up trilogy. Split. Yes. Is in the same world. Yes. Yeah, I just read that the other day. And it takes place... It, it involves, I think, the character from Split. Yes, it does. I know the sequel, called Glass, mm-hmm. obviously involves Samuel L. Jackson's character. Yes. And it involves <laughs> James, Ma- James McAvoy's character as well as Bruce Willis. Yeah. And I guess, like, he's... Uh, uh, What's-his-face said that to James McAvoy. And he's like, wait, what? He's <laughs> like, well, yeah, they're all the same... Like, universe. He's like, really? <laughs> you have no idea. I'm just playing a split personality psychopath. What? They're going off tangent, but um, I... I Actually, I didn't really like Unbreakable that much. I, I think I'm in the minority of, of like, kind of comic booky oriented people who were, like, mm, didn't, didn't care for it that much. Well, it was the Shyamalan thing. Yeah. It was the Shyamalan, let's take a standard story and give it the adult Shyamalan. I guess. I just thought it was slow and plotting. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of that. It was trying to be atmospheric or some whatever, be character-y, but I just found it boring. That was before Signs, right? That was the second movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I feel like he was trying to somehow recreate the Sixth Sense's mood, which didn't make any sense. I like the Sixth Sense. Yeah. I think it's hard to dislike the Sixth Sense, if you're being honest. Yeah. You know, before the, all the hype and hate and blowback, it was still a fun movie. Yeah. Um, but I know I know a lot of people liked Unbreakable. I I just I, I never cared for it. I I like I liked it. I never didn't like it. I didn't love it or anything. I don't know. You know what we showed Simon the other night? 
It's even you've been I, watching I do not. almost every night since then. I was not looking in your window to to spy. No, so I don't know. No. That's what that reflection was. That wasn't me. No, <laughs> nope. it's a lot of people looking in our windows. <laughs> uh, we showed him Kubo. Oh yeah, yeah. We Eric and I were talking, and we're like, he. So he's been watching these. That's got some probably scary stuff for. Uh... Not to him. It's Simon. Okay, your kid has like this weird. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he takes after Eric on this way. His like gothic sensibilities, as I call them. Uh, so he has been getting scared lately because he's been watching. There's this, these two kids. It's called Extreme Toys. It's on YouTube. It's like these Nerf gun kids. Okay. And their dad has been making these little shorts with them for years. And I think they've made a fuck ton of money. They have millions of subscribers and they keep moving into nicer houses. In the video. <laughs> so Eric and I are like, they've moved twice in a year and they obviously have a lot more money all of a sudden. I think they're just making a buttload of money off these videos. Um, but they were just Nerf gun, like like kind of fun Nerf gun videos and Simon liked them. And then they started doing like monsters and they're like, they're live action. So suddenly we noticed the more Simon watched them, the more afraid he was getting. And we're like, okay, now we finally found the line to draw with our son with what he can and can't watch. And, like, realistic monster stuff is too much for him. Good. We finally found something. <laughs> so we were trying to make him feel Some better. cartoon monster perfectly fine. fine. He's, he's really into Danny Phantom right now, which, by the way, is a very wow. fun show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Um, and so Sark and I were talking. We're like, well, it's, it's animated violence, but, you know, it's, like, swords and magic. It's all the stuff he likes. And a giant skeleton. And boy, does he love that giant skeleton. Oh, my God. <laughs> he loves that giant skeleton. He watches that one scene over and over again. Uh, but yeah, it's an amazing him. scene. Honestly. It is. And we even showed him the stinger, you know, where they are animating it and then like it turns and starts to try to get the guy like, at the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, I still, oh man, I guess so fucking teary at that movie. Aww. Well, because it's like the dad, the dad and the son and it's just such a strong like story of loss yeah. like, throughout the movie. It, it's, uh, it's so sad that it didn't do well. I'm still mad about that. They got it, it. got an Oscar nomination. I know, I know, but I've, it they should have really since. should have won. I thought. It really, anyway, it's a towering achievement of stop motion animation, that's for sure. But yeah, so I was reminded today how much I love that movie, which we devoted a whole episode to. Yeah. obviously we both liked it. <laughs> uh, but Simon loved it. It was a really fun watch. Well, good. Like I knew that he couldn't appreciate the technical achievement of the movie. Well, sure, of course not. Of course. But not. it was a little boy like using magic and you know fighting things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he liked that a lot. So that was fun. What were we talking about? Oh, The Incredibles. Incredibles. <laughs> so, it reminded me a little bit about um, of of Alien versus Aliens, the first two Alien movies, the only two good Alien movies. So small, contained so, story, and then in in some senses, Alien and Aliens are really telling the same same story. story yeah, but on another level, they're completely different movies. And that's what um, that you get the same sense. I got the same sense out of the the two Incredibles movies. By the way, the same is true for Jurassic Park and Lost World, but Lost World sucked. <laughs> Just saying. But both Alien movie, Alien and Aliens, I both think are great, excellent movies. I agree. Um, same thing for Incredibles, and a lot of people are, are saying there's a, there's a debate about okay, is the second one better, the first one better? A lot of people are saying the second one's. I, I think it's very difficult to compare. Yeah. Because while there's there's so many similarities, there's so many big differences. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was very a very straightforward, simple story with a simple theme about family. Right. Uh, the second one gets much more complex. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about superheroes, and you know. What's it like for should people rely on the superheroes or mm-hmm. not? Which they kind of got into at the very beginning of the original and then moved past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the second one gets delved very, very deep into that, and it gets. Um, boy, I really want to don't want to say too much to to spoil it because I know you don't, haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> people haven't seen it. Um, but it's. I think it does it does an excellent job at it. Um, Edna's back, mm-hmm. and I think she was uh, the favorite character of a lot of people. She's a lot of fun. I think Brad Bird does her voice. It, it's the, the director of the movie is yeah. doing the, the voice for that. And he did it in the first one, too. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So, of course, he gives himself all the best lines. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And there's a whole bunch of stuff with their their baby. I, yeah, it's been hard not to hear about that. Yeah, I, I won't go into detail, but there's lots of lots of scene stealing, baby antics, baby stuff. And even if you're not a fan of baby stuff, it's it's great. It's all great. <laughs> so uh, without going too deeply, good job. Uh, many, yeah, yeah. I, I think we've towed the line. Towed the line there. Not we. You. I would certainly unequivocally. Um, without any reservation, recommend going to go see it in the theater. Very cool. I, I want to see Ant Man and the Wasp now. Do you? Yeah. Well, we got a, we got multiple babysitters coming up. Do we? Do you? Yeah. Do just we? Randomly. So if we had only one babysitter, we'd probably we're gonna go see something different. But we can go see Ant Man and Wasp with you. I mean, that's one I think I want to see in a theater. Okay. Because there's lots of visual stuff going on in it. All right. What, lots have to, of, we have, lots we have, of effects. We may have to convince Erica, just so you know. What? Yeah, she's. We we saw the first one at home and it was fine. Uh, <sighs> it's okay. I, my understanding is the second one is, is better than the first one, but it's still on that sort of small scale. You know, we're not talking about saving the universe. We're not. Well, it's purposely Thanos. sidestepping yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, everything with Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots lots of big effects and. Literally, big literally. Effects. I was gonna say literally big effects. Yeah, <laughs> and, they really play with the, the the powers and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really would like to see that. Nice. All right. Well, let's make a date. All right. Right now, we'll, we'll tell tell people all about it when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> um, completely random though. You finally got the the wonderful Japanese beetles, as I understand. The 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 fucking eat. Bugs, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! It's all they do is fucking eat. You didn't have them last year. We this is like our no. third year with these bastards. God damn, they are horrendous. Yeah, welcome to the club. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them. I'm like, they are fucking and eating at the same time. That's all they do. <laughs> so we noticed it because we saw these beautiful designs, like beautiful, like they're very really iridescent. Oh, you mean no, the, the, the leaves? Yeah, it was like this lace work. <laughs> Leaves. I'm like, this is really pretty. And then Erica's like, wait a minute. And then we're looking. We're like, oh shit. And I'm watching these two bugs fucking humping each other while one one's doggy style, the other one's eating while it's getting fucked. And I'm like, well, that's what ah. they do. And they do that. And they. That's why they destroy them... trees because those are the two things you want to do in life: <laughs> fuck and eat. These brilliant little shits have combined the two best things in life into their entire existence. And when they when they get going. They release this this pheromone. It's like, more. hey, there's fucking and eating going on here. I'm just saying, all you can fucking <laughs> eat. <laughs> and every other Japanese beetle within like a hundred miles is like, oh, there's fucking and eating going on. I'm there. I'm gonna stop fucking eating over here so they've I can go got, fucking eat up in there. They've got like Japanese beetle Facebook and and Twitter and whatever. And uh, you know, once they find a good fucking and eating spot, all word gets it. out. Yeah, it's it's a Yelp. <laughs> it's the fucking and eating Yelp. <laughs> yeah, we got the super buggo killer poison, but the rain kind of fucked yeah. it up today. So I'm very much looking forward to making it rain dead beetles tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm make it rain. Oh, you fucking and eating? Yo, dead. What you think of that? Yeah, we've had a, the the best stuff that we found is the stuff that this is our little um, endorsement. insecticide endorsement mm. <laughs> here. Well, we do all sorts of random stuff. Buddies in Space um, has not been endorsed for the following. I, I can't even remember more than the, the brand is, but it's it's uh, it's killer. literally called Beetle Killer. I mean, and it, right? Yeah, there you go. That's that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, and it and it goes on to a a garden hose, yep. and then you, the water goes through the the bottle. No mixing needed. Yeah, you don't need to mix it, and it just is is murder. It, you you murder the bugs very. It's just insta kill. It's, like it's hornet, fast. It's fast. Like hornet and wasp spray yeah. and that kind of thing. It, it it's not you know it, it touches them and they don't just immediately explode. Aww. You know, <laughs> no, I know it's a disappointment. Um, but they do die after just a few minutes. Okay. Um, and we also had I also had this like spray bottle of Japanese beetle killer, which you think is like oh this is this this is this shit that is super targeted right there. Yeah, I know. Um, but I never have noticed it doing that much. You know, I like, I take it out. It's like, you know, you gotta like pump the, the spray bottle. It's... Wait, wait, wait. Is there a comma? Is it Japanese beetle killer? <laughs> it's like complimenting you, but it's just water. It's put out by the Japanese beetles. 
Um, it does not seem to work as quite as well as you hook onto the hose. And Have you actually seen it killing them? Not that I, I, I haven't. I mean, it seems to irritate them. They're like, "Fuck! What? what get, get the stuff!" I'm fucking eating over here. Hey, I'm eating fuck, man! <laughs> I don't need this. Um, it, it annoys them a little bit. Uh, well, that's really overselling itself, then. Yeah. If it's called Japanese beetle killer, I know. I for, for something like this, I do expect it to make them explode on contact. Yeah, I mean, with that name, <laughs> goddamn. Well, we bought eight or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. And it says, it does say it kills beetles on cherry trees. So yeah. I'm hoping the matrix is yeah. the, the insect to tree matrix. That Good luck with it. Thanks. If it doesn't work, then... Yeah. Beetle killer. Beetle killer. Beetle killer. Beetle killer. Beetle killer. <laughs> we are Buddies in Space. You are... S. Michael Smith, and you are... And Michael Karasi, and I guess we'll be hanging out for a while sobering up, huh? Yeah, that's my plan. That's right, because that's what you do, kids. You sober up before Don't drink you, and drive. you drive. Don't 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 be buzzed and driving. Just... But do eat and fuck. Yeah, because man, Japanese beetles seem to love it. They like do this this weird. If you like get close to them, they like put the their legs up, like they're trying to like go like. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing. Suck obviously. it, suck it. But I think they're like trying to be scary or something. You know, when you get ridiculous. close to them, and they like they put up a couple of of. Legs or arms or whatever, like or they're gonna attack you with them. Right. But no, they don't. They're not gonna do shit. They're just gonna sit there and keep on humping and eating. Goddamn beetles! I'm so uh, I'm so jealous of <laughs> the of the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Mike. I'm jealous of the Japanese beetle lifestyle. Lifestyle, <laughs> eating and fucking all day until I come along and spray their acid dead. Uh, yeah.